happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Fine, how's it going? <laughs> you have a great show, I'm a big fan. So what 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 seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono! It's all about the Charbono, dude! Succulent fish! What? He ate 54 wieners. Oh, listen, Laverne, you shake feet. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seeds. <laughs> You could use it to fight off creeping marauders looking to take your steaks off your grills. I just like being anywhere with Junior, Senior, and Diva. Sounds like a whole other type of movie. <laughs> wow, yeah, really. Keep it hot, keep it clean, keep it lubricated. We have top men working on it right now. Ooh, top men. And just like that, we're back for the second hour. The After Dark Show. Thanks again to Mike McLeod, CEO and President of MMA Creative, for joining me last hour. Kevin Bevington coming up here shortly. Uh, you know, Diva, you really made that intro. You perv. <laughs> yeah, thank you, by the way. I couldn't have done it without my illustrious panel of guests. What can I say? They made it happen. I just happen to have the knowledge of putting it all together in a uh, replete son of a of a uh, replete package. Happens, uh, you know, just happens. It's all organic, right? So everything's organic these days. Why not? Uh, so uh, there it is. All right, uh, here we go. Let's go ahead and race over to hotline. Let's. What do they say? How do they say? It? Without any further ado, <clears throat> without any further ado, let's race. Over to the hotline and bring up a guy who I haven't talked to in a long time, but always happy to talk some barbecue with my man, Kevin Bevington, homebbq.com pitmaster. Kevin, how are you? Hey, Greg. Man, it has been a long time since we actually got to hook back up and do this little Barbecue Central radio show, Kevin. And, uh, you know, I knew... Obviously, we talked quite a bit there prior to you stepping down from FBA presidency. Uh, you had some uh, health issues. So, you know, before we get into anything that we're actually going to be talking about, you know, how are you doing personally and, you know, how's the health, all, all the good stuff? Doing well. And uh, I've, I, uh, for some reason, I'm having a problem hearing, but uh, no, we're doing well. I mean, I uh, had to kind of step away and deal with uh, some priorities, if you know what I'm saying. So, we dealt with those and uh, uh, kind of uh, stepped away from uh, competition for the last, uh, I would say, about a year and a half. And uh, we're looking forward to getting back involved there. So we're hanging in there. We're, we're doing much better now and, uh, and ready to get back into things. Good. It's Kevin Bevington joining me here. By the way, uh, homebbq.com happens to be the website as well. And, you know, for anybody that had followed FBA and, quite frankly, KCBS uh, until you were actually uh, stepping away there to tend to your issues there personally, Kevin, you had one uh, team of the year uh, four or five years in a row, I believe. Uh, you were also a president of FBA. But one year uh, you were, was a top five or top ten of KCBS in the same year that you won uh, team of the year uh, with FBA. So you were, you know, one of those things. I remember asking you that question of, you know, do you think it would be possible to win team of the year in both sanctioning bodies? As we kind of look back on that year that was really great, and you look to now and how things have evolved, do you think that's something that a team could still pull off? 
Well, that's tough. You know, I mean, that was, uh, it was actually two years. It was uh, 2004 and 2006. That was in the top 10 in KCBS and won FBA team of the year. And, you know, being from Florida, I mean, it's a tough haul to, mm-hmm. to make a lot of the KCBS events, especially the ones that are, um, you know, that were the high pointers. Of course, nowadays, you know, that whole system's changed, you know, and um, it's, like I said, it's, it's a, somebody from this state, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a long way to get out of this state, especially if you're down in the peninsula and, and to get a lot, of, a lot of those events. So, um, you know, so, I mean, I, I guess it's possible if somebody were to be able to afford to attack this full time and, you know, especially with fuel costs these days and, and pork costs these days and, uh, you know, everything else, you know, that, uh, I mean, I would certainly love to do it, but, you know, things tend to get in the way, that's for sure. Kevin, you've been very involved, obviously, with the evolution of the Florida Barbecue Association. You know, since you had stepped down, Rob Bagby had served as president. Now it's Forrest Dillmore. You know, how do you think, as you're looking over it, uh, you know, over these last uh, two, three, five years, how do you think the FBA has evolved over these past few years in a positive or, or negative fashion? Well, I mean, both Rob and Forrest are, are, are good friends of mine. I mean, and, and I, I think they're both great people, and they're both great people for that position i mean it's i mean as mike touched on and i and that was great listening to mike uh, for a while there i mean we've, we've been through the you know the, the toughest recession and and uh, the fba like kcbs has has grown as well and that's and, and it's in events and uh, and the the teams in the events i mean i happened to, to finally get back to an event i went to uh stop by the winter haven contest um a couple of weeks back um, probably maybe it may have been a few, but I think it was a, a couple of weeks back, and uh, and walked around and you know there may have been just you know a handful of faces that I recognized and that and that's pretty impressive you know I mean that's it's it's actually amazing I mean uh, you know I, I haven't stepped away for that long at all and it's and there's a lot of new faces you know so it, I mean it's pretty amazing and I and it's uh, you know obviously happened in KCBS as well and I think it's going to continue to to grow. I mean, obviously, I mean, it's, uh, it's shown that and it's shown that, um, you know, that, that we're doing the right things. I mean, you know, everybody in competition barbecue is doing the right things right now and, and, and we need to, you know, keep pushing that direction. I mean, um, somebody mentioned infighting in KCBS and, you know, it was, it was, it's, it's a situation where Mike again, hit that on the head. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot of passion from a lot of people that, you know, very, very passionate about barbecue and, uh. They should stay that way and just work through the problems. I mean, we had them when I was on the board with FBA, and you know, it was uh, it's just something you have. I mean, you're volunteers. You're 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 taking your time. You're you're doing it the best you can, and your your thoughts are are there for the best of the organization. Kevin Bevington joining us here on the show. Kevin, when you were walking the grounds there at Winterhaven, did that competitive juice immediately start flowing? Were you looking for an extra cooker laying around and some uh, ribs and brisket to throw on? You know. <laughs> Yes, yes and no. I mean, it, it was uh, it was tough being walking around there and and not actually uh, you know uh, having to get ready for a turn in. It, you know, it was uh, it was actually kind of tough, but it was also nice to see it from the other side for a change. I mean, it, it, that had been a long time, been many years, and uh, um, you know, I, I needed a break. Claire needed a break, and and we had, like I said, we had we had a lot of things we had to deal with, and uh, you know, it's it's. Uh, we're going to kind of, you know, inch our way back into things. We uh, we signed up for the uh, the Sam's event uh, here in Orlando. It's in August, I believe. And we're going to try to, you know, sneak into a couple of contests before then, try to get ready for that. But, 
Um, you know, but we're going to try it. You know, like, like I said, it was, it was hard. You know, I want to get back out there and, and I'd love to get out there and compete. That's my nature. It's what, what I did for many years. So, uh, I can't wait till, uh, till I can get back out there. Is, is there any plans to, to get into anything prior to August just to, to get that, uh, I don't want to say you're knocking the rust off, but do you think there's going to be some type of ramp up time needed to get back into that old home BBQ.com fashion? Oh yeah, <laughs> the, it is rock knocking the rust off. I mean, there's, I mean, it, you got to be doing it and to, to stay on top. And, uh, but the answer to that is yes. I mean, whether it's people may see me, you know, show up a time or two with somebody else or, or, or you know, and definitely, you know, Claire and I will be back out there at, at some point, you know, with the homebarbecue.com banner, you know, beforehand and, you know, but we're going to try to get our hand back in there at least uh, two or three times before that event. And obviously we're going to, we're going to be practicing as much as time allows, you know, here at home. During the hiatus, Kevin, did you, did you ring her at all for any teams? Did you kind of rock star in? And if so, like <laughs> how much does that cost a team to, to fly the likes of Kevin Bevington in to have him cook on a team? No, I mean, I, I, I was called a couple of times and, and asked, I mean, and I, I don't know if it was to, you know, come in and, and, and do as you said, but, you know, as an, as an invitation to, to get back out there, right. You know, I, I, I didn't at the time I, you know, I, I, uh, I was kind of afraid if I, if I did at that point that I would lose, uh, lose focus on what I needed to, uh, to get done. So, uh, but like I said, I, I probably will do that. I mean, in fact, uh, you know, some of these uh, FBA teams or KCBS, don't be surprised if you see me on somebody else's uh, sideline or time or two here in the next few months. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, you've been around competition barbecue for quite a while now. Do you know of people that get called in to participate in other people's teams on a weekend? Sure. I mean, I mean, it's you know, there's a lot of teaming up that, that occurs from now and then. I mean, it's I don't know that it happens all the time, but I, I certainly see it. And saw it, you know, here down here in Florida. Could we see the likes of, you know, like Miami Heat has LeBron James and Dwayne Wade and Chris Box? Could we see like a <laughs> Kevin knows? Bevington and a uh, Mike Wozniak and a Rod Gray team up uh, for a team for a year? I think that'd be a great combination. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> yeah, not for everybody <laughs> else, be, though. I don't that'd think be a great combination for me. I, I, anyway, I mean, uh, I mean, I'd love to cook with Mike and and Rod, but who wouldn't? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Kevin Bevington joining us here on the show. HomeBBQ.com is his website. You know, uh, Kevin, rumor has, you know, when you actually get to returning back into the circuit, you might be leaving the FE Cookers at home. Is this something that is pure speculation? Uh, If so, and it's true, what would you be looking to cook on then? Uh, well, it is it is true at this point. I mean, in fact, I, I'm trying to consider that. I mean, and there's there's wood issues right now, and there's there's uh, um, especially in going out of state. So I wanted to go back to a stick burner and, and wanted to you know kind of get it my roots there, which you know I did a lot of winning in the beginning uh, on a Lang 84, and that was uh, you know you know many years ago, and you know we we did very well with that. You know, the problem was I didn't get much sleep, obviously, but I, I wouldn't mind getting back to that. The problem is, is, you know, I, I was a pure wood cooker at that point, and, um, it, you know, you can't haul, you got to be very, you know, you can't, you can't haul wood now, I believe, over state lines, and, and that becomes an issue. So you got to really, you know, look at, at a charcoal cooker if I'm not going pellets. I, I, I still may remain pellets. We'll have to see. I know you had 
used the the stick burner for quite a long time prior to switching over to those FE cookers. And I remember in one of our subsequent conversations or one of our previous conversations, you had mentioned that you know you, you used to run a hot fire. But yeah. you were still able to, to keep the true barbecue temperatures. And I guess for the noobs out there that might be looking to, to get in that stick burner, what does that exactly mean? Because it almost sounds like it's kind of contradicting itself. But what does running a hot fire but also being able to, to maintain those proper temperatures mean? Well, I mean, what that allowed me to do was, was use a wood like hickory and and not not have a lot of smoke, you know, and, and not get a get a – a real oversmoked flavor. I mean, I used hickory, straight hickory, when I when I cooked with a uh, Lang eighty four, and wow. it um, I maintained a hot fire, and and you'd very rarely see any smoke come out of the stack, and and that's what that's what a hotter or a live fire does. It's it's easier to do, and something like like a Lang that's you know that's reverse flow that you know that that ash and everything falls down before it you know before that air gets to the you know the cooking chamber itself, so. Um, you know, so it was it was much easier for me to do, and also I'd raise the the front of it up a little bit, you know, so um, kind of knock the temperature back a little bit. But I, there were there were tricks you could work with that cooker. I I loved that Lang eighty four. You know, when I sold it, I had a hard time you know watching it drive you know go down the road. But uh, but that was it. I, you know, and I, I loved cooking with those with those FEs too. So um, I won a lot with those. You know, when we you know we went. We went right from right into you know FEs right from Lang eighty four and you know won two contests you know right away, <laughs> you know so we did you know we there was really no hang up in switching from uh, from those to the FEC one hundreds. Yeah, so, you know, so lends credence to the uh, phrase I always hear: it's not the cooker, but it is the cook. So certainly you switch cookers and you don't have any drop off in success. So that would certainly hold true for you guys. So we're talking with Kevin Bevington, HomeBBQ.com. Uh, Kevin, before we get into why well, you know why we're actually coming on here tonight to talk about, uh, you know, I wanted to get your take. You know, you've obviously been keeping up with what's been happening here over the last year and a half. You know, one of the things that I've really seen grow is this proliferation of cooking classes by a lot of the competition teams that seem to be doing very well. Uh, you know, you give classes as well, but it, it really seems to have exploded here over the last couple years. Do you think that with all of these teams that are winning and showing whatever it is that they're doing, uh, you know, they're claiming to show everything that they do, and I have no reason to believe that they're not showing everything that they do, and then you have teams that are looking to ramp up as quickly as possible, take these classes, and they're using, obviously, exactly what somebody just taught them. Are you, at a point, becoming too vanilla in flavors at competitions where people are too afraid to try something new in order to give themselves the best chance of winning? Maybe, uh, you know, and it, it certainly has, has changed the game dramatically. I mean, back when I haven't given professional classes, you know, as a rule, as far as a class setting since uh, I think it was 2006, uh, mid-year 2006 was the last one I did. And um, I did some private ones, a couple of private ones after that, but only classes I've been doing, you know, last you know few years have been backyard classes, which I've thoroughly enjoyed. But I, I think it's changed the whole outlook of competition barbecue. It's really it's it's taken it to where I think a lot of what's going on. I think a lot of what's being taught. I mean, you have technique differences, and of course, you know, you have um, you know this person uses this rub and this sauce. This person uses this rub and this sauce, and 
Yeah, but you know, still you you've got a lot of people doing a lot of the same things. And if 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 for nothing else, it may have made it a real tougher game, you know, for the judges, especially if they're doing their job and and not comparing product. And uh, you know, it in essence, you know, it's uh, uh, you should have a you know a lot of scores that that are that are super high in this situation. I mean, that's what it says to me. I mean, and. I I kind of look at it, and I didn't do a lot of classes. I mean, there are those that have done a lot. I didn't do a lot. You know, I did, you know, like one a year. I did a, a big one in 2004. I did one in 2005, and I did one in 2006. So it wasn't like I went out on a on a class tour or something. <laughs> and I just, I see a lot of them getting done. And, and it just seems like as soon as somebody has success, they go out and do classes. And I, I don't know if that's the right thing. And I, I don't know that, I mean, I, uh, right or wrong, it's being done, but, um, I, you know, it, it really complicates things, you know, for, for those out there and, and, uh, you know, the, uh, with as expensive as things are getting, it's, you know, keeping things easy, um, is kind of, is kind of nice, <laughs> you know, but, you know, I would say it's also hard for the person that's going to take the class to know which one to take. I guess I got to sit there and look to see who's doing the best at, at, you know, that point in time, but it may be two months down the road before they hit that class and that person, you know, may not be hot anymore. I mean, that's the way this thing goes. So I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I didn't take any classes. I mean, I, I worked real hard and, you know, and I, I couldn't afford them when I started, you know, I mean, if somebody's got the money to step in there and, and pay for the knowledge, I guess it's a good thing to do. It, it really shortens that learning curve, you know, but, uh, um, I, I think there's something to be said for, for actually, you know, doing it and, and, and sit getting there and, and actually cooking. I mean, and, um, you know, working hard at it and, and because you learn, you learn actually how to do it, you know, how, how to cook the meat. And, and it's just not by somebody, you know, leading a class. And at, at some point, it's got to lead to that. Uh, anyway, Coming I'll get off my soapbox. Yeah, no, that's uh, – I, I kind of thought of a follow-up question there as you were uh, giving your answer. You know, you've had this layoff now for, you know, a year and a half, two years. You're not out teaching what you've done and what you've won with in in the past – and you haven't been out there competing with it in the last year and a half. Do you think you might have maybe a step up on everybody because you're going to be coming in with this flavor profile that people really haven't had in a while? No, not at all. <laughs> I think I, 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 think I, I, think I got to get out there and I got to work hard just like everybody else and figure it out again. Kevin Bevington of HomeBBQ.com is our guest. All right, Kevin. So let's go ahead and uh, get to uh, why we're chatting uh, tonight. Let me go ahead. This is, is this still an exclusive? Can I use the drum roll? Yeah. All right, here we go. This is uh, an exclusive announcement from Kevin Bevington. Here's a drum roll. You have something that you're getting ready to launch, Kevin. Go ahead and tell us all about it. Well, you kind of broke the... uh kind of broke the news a little bit in your in your email blast I saw on a little I, teaser I, I, yeah <laughs> but anyway I, I think it's about time and it and it's something I mean those that know me I have a I have a extreme technical background I've been involved in uh, um, in IT internet uh, IT since uh, the mid 90s so I've been I've been in that a long time and uh, in web development specifically and uh, one thing that uh, that I've started on is uh, a, a project I think is a long time coming, uh, something that takes advantage of technology right now and, and, the, and how segmented uh, uh, TV and video has become um, and how, how much it will be, um, is we're launching a, um, 
you know, I've, I've gotten funded, uh, initial funding anyway. It's not as much as I'd like, but uh, enough to get the show on the road. And then, you know, as soon as we get things going, we'll, we'll go after more. I mean, but um, uh, we're doing a, a TV channel, an online TV channel, and it's called uh, The Outdoor Cooking Channel. And uh, the uh, domain, if you want to go see it, it's just essentially just a construction page at this point with some YouTube video, and um, that's essentially it. But uh, it's out, it's outdoorcookingchannel.com. And, uh, you know, right off the bat, you know, I've been working on this actually a long time, and I've been talking to a lot of a lot of friends of mine about it, and, you know, they think I'm nuts and, and, and everything else. You know, I just know technically what I can get accomplished, and... And uh, I'd already put together a lot, put together a lot of the back end, you know, framework to it. You know, so um, we're about thirty to forty-five days from launching, and right now um, we're looking at uh, uh, needing content badly. You know, so I've uh, I've been shooting out emails now and then, or actually last week or so, um, to those trying to get content that it, you know, and that, when I mean content, that's ready to air shows that's previously aired shows and that's you know and that's somebody that has new content absolutely um this is going to be this is going to be a, a a real tv experience i mean it's going to be a scheduled experience um as well as uh, on-demand video and uh in, in addition to that there's going to be some live events as well so if somebody has been on television before they're technically available to to get in touch with you and, and possibly get involved with us Oh, absolutely. If somebody's got some previously aired content, I mean, we, you know, we've got, you know, seven days a week, 24 hours a day to fill. And, uh, you know, that's what, that's what we need to do. Obviously we're going to be bringing in produced content. We're working on that. And, um, but you know, it takes time for to get that done. And in the meantime, we need to fill airtime. And of course, you know, I, I think the time has come and I think those listening and I think you know, those that, uh, you know, may hear a buzz about this, you know, really, I think, hopefully, uh, should should kind of rally around it. You know, I, I mean, I know I've been watching, uh, you know, cooking on TV for a long time. And, uh, you know, the the ones that are, you know, that are out there doing it now and and the fact how much effort they put in the outdoor element is is pretty sad. I mean, the fact that it's, it's you know, Anything that has to do with outdoor cooking is all over the uh, the the channels, all over the you know the cable. It's 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 a show here, a show there, and a lot of it happens you know during the uh, the spring and summer months. So um, I think it's about time that happened that uh, that that there was a uh, a channel specifically targeted to that. And um, one thing I want to say is that it's not just barbecue. I mean, it's bar- there's barbecue, obviously. I mean, there's grilling, you know, but it's uh, it's Dutch oven cooking. It's uh, uh, anything, anything that has to do with cooking outside. In fact, I've got, I've, like I said, I've got some YouTube videos up there now on that construction page, but it kind of gives a good sense of uh, of the you know. The mix of content that's going to happen there, and I and it, it's not just you know here in the U.S. I mean, a mix of content from all over. I, I it I expect it and want it to have global appeal. And it's not just me involved here. I mean, there's others involved, and I I just can't mention some names at this point. But you know, those names will come out on the, you know in a little while. They're names that people have heard, but um, that are that are involved in this. But I'm kind of the, the one now. <laughs> it's really 
kind of driving this thing and putting it together. And obviously, on the technical side of things, I'm the one that's putting it together. And and uh, um, uh, you know, from the content point of view, I, I've got a great understanding of what should be there, and that's I, I'm I'm enjoying the hell out of it right now. And and uh, you know, my wife's about to kick me out the door because I'm, I'm working <laughs> night and day on this thing. So. Uh, but I can't wait. I, I, I you know, it's, it's something uh, I think uh, those that uh, that love to cook and and will want to live on it night and day because that's where I think I'll be. And you said you're thirty to, to forty five days out from actually launching it, and you said also that you had some uh, some funding. Do you have? Are, are you able to disclose who the the funding source is right now? Is it somebody that's you know big and and, and worthy? <laughs> well, I don't know about big and worthy, but certainly it's some you know it's some a name that people would know. I mean, but it's it's somebody I know that it's uh, it's helping seed the thing in the beginning here, and and that's really kind of the important thing at, at this point. And um, is we're seeding it, and and obviously where we'd like to take it is uh, we'd we'd like to take it in the conventional distribution. And just let me kind of say in, in the beginning here in thirty forty five days, excuse me. Um. You know, the goal is is not only have it online, but but also into you know Roku players, into Boxy, into several points of online distribution. So, um, you know, we're working on some you know some apps the uh, for for Apple devices, and um, we're, we're working on trying to get this out in a huge way. I mean, it's not just a website. I, you know, I want that to be to be clear. I mean, there's there's a lot going on here. So for those that want to you know, get involved in, in, in terms of sponsorship and so forth, there's going to be a lot of exposure here. I mean, the, the entire goal is, is going to be to exploit it and, and to get it um, into as many distribution points on, online as we, we possibly can. And the website, again, is OutdoorCookingChannel.com. And we're talking with Kevin Bevington. He's pitmaster of HomeBBQ.com, if you didn't know. All right, so, Kevin, obviously there's going to be – the concept is obviously great. There seems to be a, a very large appetite for – well, no pun intended, but a large appetite for barbecue and grilling, outdoor cooking in general. As you said, you kind of see it spotted in places. But to have a channel dedicated all – of uh, all this stuff in one place certainly sounds like a great idea. So if you get it off the ground and everything seems to be going fine, I mean, like, how do you how are you going to begin to approach other channels, or how would you begin to approach to, to get this on like a, an AT and T Uverse or Direct TV or a Time Warner Cable, something like that? Well, I mean, it's in the plans. I mean, it's obviously it's, there's a lot to do before it gets to that point, and and the whole the whole idea and the whole opportunity. You know, and if those have been keeping up with this, you know, and, you know, FCC has, has really kind of been standoffish on the Internet. And, they, you know, they came in and they, they, they did some things at, at the end of last year, which kind of opened, kind of protected in, in a way this, this kind of thing for now. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. But, um, but the goal is, is to get it in, into as many places as possible. And that, that, means, that means traditional distribution, you know, into cable and satellite as well. You know, so, but obviously we've got to get it to a point, you know, to where we can package that and bring in more rounds of funding to be able to support that. I mean, that's an expensive endeavor at that point, you know, but, uh, but we, we hope to have legs. We hope to have, uh, you know, a very viable product at that point. That, that's, that's obviously the goal. So is the majority of the program that you're going to have on here something that is pre-recorded and then sent down to you either through disc or through download and then put up on the station to play? 
Well, it's it's going to look like a true TV experience. I mean, it's going to be there's going to be a lot of produced content, mm-hmm. you know, which, uh, but it's going to have a, a live feel to it, to where you know, I mean, it, the whole plan is is and also interactive. I mean, there there'll be some interactive, uh, a lot of interactive features as well. And, you know, to have that interactiveness, everybody's got to be seeing the same thing at the same time. So uh, it, it's going to have a true TV appeal. And for those that like video on demand, that's it's going to have that as well. I mean, but there's uh, it's also going to be live event opportunities and pay-per-view opportunities for those that that uh, that love to give classes. You know, so <laughs> um, there, there's that opportunity as well. So, um, I, I mean, it, it's... Right now, I, we're actually very on the development end of it. Actually, pretty far along, and and uh, I really, you know, have been trying real hard to get people involved. You know, so it's not just me. You know, because you know, I, I I'm a I'm a developer. You know, I know how to sell rub, <laughs> but to run this kind of business, I need help. You know, I'm not. Uh, uh, you know, I, I don't plan on, on running this kind of business by myself. That's for sure. I mean, you know, I, I, I know how to do the outdoor thing. I've been doing that, you know, all my life, you know, but, uh, and I, like I said, I know, I know how to develop and, uh, um, I've got a halfway decent business mind, but you know, I need, I need people better than me involved too. And I, I've got somebody better than me involved in that end as well, you know, right now. And, you know, obviously there's, there's opportunities there for those that still want to get involved as well. But, uh, we're at a launching point. Like I said, we're 30 to 45 days away. Um, and uh, I, hope, I hope there's some excitement around it. I, I'm excited. And, you know, I'm, I'm contacting people every day trying to get content. And I'm, I'm going to ask favors of everybody listening. I mean, if you, know, if you know some people that have some content ready to air, show ideas, anything, um, please stop by there. I've got a form on that website. Please uh, stop by there and submit it to us. And uh, we'd love to take a look at it. And uh, uh, I I don't know if, if anything is 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 too off base at this point. Well, let me uh, let me pitch you this idea. I was just kind of thinking about this as you were talking. Let's say I don't know Tuesday night somewhere around nine o'clock, a uh, radio show also makes Absolutely it to great. television. <laughs> yeah, baby, it'd be like uh, Howard Stern or Imus, right? I mean, yeah, uh, there you go. Who doesn't want to see me on the television besides nobody? So I think that would be. Uh, I'll go. I'll make sure I head over. I think over. you're entertaining. I, I, you know, when you when you started on the UStream, I had to jump on here. I mean, seeing you with a do rag. I mean, give me a break. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, who wouldn't tune in for that? Uh, so yeah, I'm going to head over to the outdoorcookingchannel.com and make sure that I uh, submit that idea so I can get full credit for that. Uh, we're talking with KevinBevington.com and uh, talking about the launch. Obviously, there's a lot of passion and enthusiasm in your voice, Kevin, uh, when talking about this. So. You know, where do you hope to be in, let's say, two or, or three years from now with this project? And I know it's kind of a, a big picture, kind of a crappy question, but you know, considering as much as you've put in already, where would you like to see it go? What's what what would you determine this being a success? Well, I mean, if if things keep going like they are, and, and TV getting as segmented as it is, I mean, they're they're having a hard time filling advertisers on traditional TV right now, and they're also having a hard time. You know, of course, everybody is, but I. But that has a lot to do with with conventional audiences moving online. So, I think the true value is in the niche. I think that's where the true value is. And you know, obviously, you know, everybody listening to you knows that you know we've got a niche here. We you know we've got we've got something that you know we don't just you know jump out on a weekend once in a while and cook. I mean, uh, we eat, sleep, and breathe this stuff. And 
Um, I, I think that that's those kind of ventures or TV channels or whatever. I think that's those are the ones that are really going to hang in there. I mean, they're ones that cater to those niches. And that, that's exactly where we fit. And I see two to three years, I'm hoping that we've actually accomplished uh, at least getting to the point where we're ready to, to move into traditional distribution. I mean, that's, that's where I see it. I mean, I, I think up until that point, I mean, obviously, you know, funding has a lot to do and how successful we, we, we get. I mean, I mean, but that, that's the goal. I mean, that's the goal at this point. Kevin Bevington joining us here on the show. Kevin, uh, before I let you go, I uh, want to address the uh, the whole other side of this whole thing, which is the uh, sauce and, and the rub business, all that good stuff. I mean, you're still cranking it out there. Uh, anything new to the products portfolio that you want to let us know about? No, <laughs> nothing new at this point. We still have the same stuff, and I, I hope uh, I hope to continue that. I mean, obviously, uh, in, in a, as much as possible, we're uh, we're. I'm getting hassled by a lot of people because we're out of sauce, but uh, we'll try to get that in as, as soon as possible for those that keep uh, that want it. I mean, that's a that's a uh, that's a huge investment, and we've kind of been doing other things as we've just been talking about. So, uh, but you know, we still have the rubs. I still sell quite a bit. I, it's a lot of competitors, and uh, um, I hope that continues. And uh, um, for the <laughs> I put a plug in there for those that. Uh, haven't uh, haven't used it you may uh, you may end up with something that uh, uh, that works pretty good for you yeah so I've heard uh, so look if if you're somebody out there that has been on the television with your outdoor cooking content it's all ready to go again the website that Kevin and I have been talking about here for the last 20 minutes outdoor cookingchannel.com it's outdoorcookingchannel.com go ahead and fill out that submission form and uh, Kevin or somebody else will be back in touch with you and of course you can always find out more about Kevin at home bbq.com Kevin obviously I wish you uh, tremendous success with the whole television venture and as you get back there on the competition trail as well and of course always appreciate the time to give to the show thanks for doing it thanks for asking me on Greg I, I appreciate it All right. definitely good Good talk to you you too take care okay, there he is it's Kevin Kevin Bevington, man, uh, I don't want to go all uh, soupy on you guys, but, uh, you know, really one of my favorite guys to talk barbecue with, I think if you go back through the annals of the show, even through the the very old, like, just recorded shows of the barbecue, or was that the barbecue for you show, or whatever the hell I used to do before it went live, uh, now three years ago. Uh, Kevin came on uh, not all the time, but he was definitely uh, a guest that recurred and uh, somebody that was really one of the most successful teams out there. And I don't want to hear about, you know, well, it wasn't uh, KCBS and it was FBA. Well, yeah, of course it was. It was actually both. And as he said, for two years, he had a very good shot or he had a very good look at actually winning both. I think if he would have lived in Georgia or Alabama or whatever, he probably could have done better. Well, maybe not because it would have been farther to go in Florida. I don't know. But to be in to, to win team of the year in one and then to be in the top 10 of, uh, of the other, which just so happened to be the biggest sanctioning body of competition barbecue was certainly saying a lot. And I would imagine there was a number of teams that saw homebbq.com roll up into the contest and they weren't thinking they were going to be walking away with the uh, championship so much. So uh, thanks again to Kevin Bevington, homebbq.com. And again, the website for the cooking channel that he was talking about, outdoorcookingchannel.com. Look, all you people out there that have been ready and dying at the bit to get your 
face on television just waiting for your big break, this could be it. Can you actually construct sentences? Can you hit timed segments? Can you get through a rib cook without 20 minutes of crap spewing out of your mouth? I doubt it. But if you think that you can, then this is your big break. Go ahead and put your name in on the submission form and see what you can come up with. This could be it. You could be the next barbecue with Bobby Flay, right? I mean, that would be the best thing ever. (laughs) All right. That's it. Thanks again to my guests tonight as we wrap the show. Mike McLeod joined me last hour for two segments talking about how they partnered with a bunch of great companies and making a lot of points, chases, and other such revelry in the KCBS come to life. Also about the inner workings as his view of the KCBS and how it operates. And then I was just talking with Kevin Bevington of HomeBBQ.com. The new OutdoorCookingChannel.com website is up. As he said, a construction page, but they're going to be growing and hoping to launch in 30 to 45 days from now. So uh, good luck to Kevin with that. And again, if you're interested in getting on the television, this could be your break. Forget barbecue pitmasters. Bullshit. Try this one. This is where barbecue, grilling, and all outdoor live fire cooking shows will come to play. Mark my words. Big show again lined up next week. I'll be wearing my do-rag, will you? Until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, this is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now. Good night now.